Welcome back to the Inn at the End, where we have only the finest ales and the finest tales. <laughs> we have a new story in the hopper this week. Continuing with the Beyond theme, this week we have Beyond the Boiling Sea. Well, I'll let them tell you about it. Why don't you grab a seat? Music starting. We leave behind the world of the Silishtar Expanse and cast our eye on Kamkala, a world defined by its access to other worlds. Here on Kamkala, our adventuring party boards the one-of-a-kind ship, the Implication, and makes way for uncharted waters in the boiling sea. Will the ship's mysterious crew pose just as much of a threat as the high seas? Let's take a closer look. Let the adventure begin. All right. Uh... Hey everybody! This is uh, no, how does this start? Hell yeah! <laughs> this is uh, yeah. the this is the start we do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the, the wild west now, end. man. Yes, uh, and I will be your uh, host and DM, Milo. <laughs> and with me, I have. <laughs> I think Can we do this? Oh, is it me first? Yeah. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, I mean, and element uh, you have Dash as Malhareth, Alex as Newt. R-S-T. Uh, Caleb as Semigar <laughs> Wave Queller. And Rhett as Tycho. We'll get it. Awesome. Oh, well, um, and yeah, <laughs> uh, as I said, uh, this is the second installment of the In at the End uh, one-shots. Uh, I uh, volunteered for this position. I don't really know why. I just kind of had this in mind, and I thought we could at least try it out. Um what I will do next is go ahead and read you guys a little synopsis that I gave to everybody else to help kind of develop their characters. So, Kamkala is a world divided into four kingdoms. The elves, long-lived, they have harnessed the magic powers of the world for the benefit of their people and drawing energy. The dwarves and gnomes, they have used magic uh, of the world to create uh, inimaginable technologies and consume wealth. Uh, the orcs, they have used the magic uh, to go and conquer this world and other worlds as much as they can. And the kingdom of humans uh, who have used the power to uh, increase their trade and negotiation to secure wealth and power for themselves. Uh, magic radiates in the world of Kamkala through portals. Um, they act as points of travel, um, either in this world or to distant lands uh, that are unreachable 
uh, in any other way. Uh, our story takes place in Talos, the human kingdom. Uh, after a hundred year war with the orcs to secure the lands of Talos, King Roland has tasked our party to explore what is beyond the boiling sea. With a large investment in one of in a one of a kind ship, the implication, our adventures will set sail for unmapped lands. The ship helped by the elderly captain Bismond, a well-known former pirate and decorated supply runner for the kingdom of Talos. Uh, this leader is known for his steady dedication to the task at hand with little empathy for his crew or anyone else that may stand in his way. Uh, with the hefty investment in the endeavor, many factions have knowledge of this ship and where it will be setting from and the likely path it will be traveling to reach the boiling sea. Our adventures will likely face opposition from one or more of these factions, as well as the perils of the boiling sea. The implication has been fitted with magical defenses, as well as powerful oars to combat the immense tidal forces it must pass through in the Boiling Sea. Uh, exploration of the Boiling Sea has not seen a successful crossing uh, with pieces of ship, cargo, and bodies washing up along the shore of Kamkala. A huge portal has been noted in the direction of travel, but no signs of exploration have been found using what or to, to find what lies beyond this uh, portal. Our adventurers must use their strength and cunning to achieve this monumental task. We're screwed. All right. Excited. Um, I've titled this Beyond the Boiling Sea, uh, fitting with the Beyond title stuff that we've already established. The group has been selected for this mission, of course. Um, they are all going, they have all traveled to Oldport to get onto this large boat, meet their new captain, and prepare to set out on this adventure. And with that, let the adventure begin. Yes. Am I the only nice. one that opens? I don't I don't have any. Yeah, I, I have nothing. a can, my, but my beer's already later. open. I already <laughs> opened problem. one too. So <laughs> could you actually hear the one I just opened? Oh yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I thought somebody oh, it was, was like real loud, but it was it was perfect for a guy named Semi. <laughs> uh, <laughs> very so. apropos. Um, in, in an unusual and uh, convenient coincidence, uh, you all arrive at this port in this, at this dock around the same time. Uh, the boat is extremely large. This is a gigantic ship. It is equipped with all kinds of metal adorning the outside uh, for extra structural integrity. You see portholes near the bottom of the ship, uh, which you assume uh, are where the oars go in and out. Uh, you see very large uh, portholes uh, that could fit cannons on the top of the deck. You see three large cells, many people bustling around, um, bringing on food supplies and um, other necessities for the journey. Um, they didn't want to bring that on too early, you know. At the top of the ship, you see the captain's quarters. This is obviously the captain's quarters. It is very well adorned with lots of red and lots of white uh, flags billowing in the wind um a large door sets in the center there's one door to the right and one door to the left um, you assume the captain's quarters is in the middle and as you all begin approaching you look at each other and what do you all see uh have do we do we have previous knowledge of each other do we have interactions before this that's up to you guys oh i'll start oh okay that's out well, of order oh Fair enough. That's true. I'm I sorry. I thought this was alphabetical. No, Ugh, I don't care. Gosh. I'm just kidding. 
Uh, yeah, no, it's, by, guys want to it's by it's by size of ego. So it'll go Rhett, Dash, <laughs> Caleb. Wait, I have then... a bigger ego than Dash. <laughs> <laughs> Most humble person here. You stupid pieces of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, Rhett. Well, no, I, I just thought you weren't ready to go. So I was going to offer to go and I was not ready to go. OK, we're going to go in reverse <laughs> alphabetic order this time. Uh, oh, crap. OK, so, yeah, you guys, reverse you guys see me <laughs> and uh, assuming the, the DM is OK with me having started uh, our, our little our little journey here with my uh, fine familiar spell already cast. I basically uh, am walking around with a, a toad in my pocket. I am a I'm a wizard. I look like a stereotypical wizard. I'm wearing flappy robes that are decorated with like ornate images of like stars and moons. It's like a blue roll robe with like golden stars on it. Um, I'm wearing a, a pointy floppy hat and it's blue with you know golden stars on it but what's weird about the hat is like you guys have totally seen this hat like moving around and being like weird and stuff and like sometimes i hand up like crumpled pieces of paper to it and they disappear and uh yeah i've got like just super long unkempt beard it like goes down sometimes i have to like tuck it into my my like belt to keep it out of my way my hair is a mess i'm i'm an old man wrinkly and that's tycho you know, live in life. He doesn't carry a staff. Instead, you've seen him consult a crystal ball in order to cast his spells. That, that's right. him. And I imagine that I would be friends with at least one person on this journey because that's what I rolled in Xanathar's Guide to Everything uh, for my background. So if somebody wants to be my friend, <laughs> you, you rolled for friends? <laughs> yeah. You've got the friend background? The friend yeah, I, got, I got that friend expansion pack. <laughs> On I absolutely oh, you love paid extra. the description yeah. of stereotypical wizard for a one shot. I mean, <laughs> that's what we all want to play, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, does uh, I guess yeah. I'll I'll. Uh, it's funny that you mentioned the way your character is dressed because uh, my character is uh, somewhat similar. Like my, uh, I'm wearing robes as well, but they're very they're like brown. They're kind of like really like toned down there's like uh it's all subtlety and there's not a lot to it he's he's bald he looks like a human he's pretty tall though he's got very colorful eyes um i also have a crystal orb that i use to kind of like <laughs> oh yeah use as, as as my focus and i also um you know i i i'm i'm all about the stars right in like the signs and like uh and all that stuff that's that's my big thing and um you know, I'm a very wise uh, kind of like druid and but I'm very dressed down. I, I'm not I'm not trying to show off like the wizard. He's he's like the cool druid with the backwards hat and the backwards. <laughs> yeah. Chair. Yeah. Yeah. I get on the chair that's backwards yeah. and I go, hey, kids, let's wrap. Let's wrap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know me. Yeah. But I all I'm, but I'm also smoking a pipe, too. So, oh, okay. you know, you know, I'm I'm down for sure. I could tell. Is it me now? I sure, so. it doesn't matter. Yeah. I went out of okay. order. I just you right. said you had the next ego, so. <laughs> um. So, uh, you uh, you see some semi. He's he's walking around. Um. He's a fairly large half orc with a grayish skin with reddish undertones, and his skin almost matches the the axe that you see strapped to his back. 
Uh, the axe looks like it's made out of stone. Um, and then within that stone, it looks like there are veins of magma. And his demeanor is very kind of serious and focused. He's constantly, when he's focused on a task, he doesn't really, even when he's talking and socializing, he doesn't really look up. He keeps his face kind of downward, but he'll look at you with his eyes looking up. Um, but his face is always kind of pointed down. Um, he's always checking his sides and behind him. He seems very nervous. That's kind of a good thing in head of security. You want somebody alert and kind of aware. Um, as far as clothes go, uh, or his hair is pretty close crop, dark hair. It's a flat top with a little bit more in the front kind of coming out ahead of him. And he's wearing black combat boots and camouflage pants tucked into the boots. But the camouflage matches the color of the sea and kind of the storminess of, of the environment. Grays and blues and some whites and blacks kind of mixed in. Um, and he's wearing a black tank top tucked into that into those um, camo pants. And uh, he has strapped around his chest a bandolier. And you notice in the bandolier, there are little vials of something. And he looks, uh, if you were to compare him to somebody in kind of the pop culture universe, he he would look like a half-orc version of Guile from Street Fighter. Okay, um, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's no, about I what I had in my head. <laughs> just be a little greener. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Um, just orcish. And he does have a couple of, of things popping out from his jaw. And you see that he's pretty well scarred up and uh, no tattoos or, or piercings, anything visible like that, but definitely marks of, of battle are prominent across his body. And um, I think those are probably the most notable things about him. Uh, just as a note, because we are in the world of Kamkala, mm. um, orcs are not really very well liked, especially here in Talus. Um, especially with their warish nature. Um, half orcs are mildly accepted, but still often shunned. The fact that Simi is here uh, speaks volumes about his character and who he is as a person because it's not often that a half orc gets this kind of commission. So, yeah. something and to know about uh, Kamkala. D- does anybody know me um, out of you guys, out of this group? Um, I would say, as a druid, I- I'm-, I'm probably more chill with you. Okay. Um, just because you know, You're I the peacekeeper. I live in the woods and yeah. look at the yeah. stars, so I'm okay. probably like, yeah, it's chill for me. Okay. I don't care if you're here. Oh no, is that your voice? That is my voice. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm Oh, I kind of feel like the only one I would know here is Malhareth. Maybe like I'm just feeling like I kind of know everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and I'm just like, what are the odds that there's two like magician-y type characters? We have orbs. <laughs> yeah. Like, you Wait, know. where do you get your orb? I and got he's got the same orb supplier as I do. <laughs> <laughs> and he he's really into the stars. And like my character, as like a diviner, is also into the stars and like fortunes <laughs> and things. So like, I, I feel like maybe we have a connection here. I like. We've, def- we've definitely had some smoke sashes. Yeah, yeah I, d- definitely. <laughs> when I saw Rhett's character, I was like, well. Okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> They'll just get along. That's, that's yeah. <laughs> I like the potential of either them competing or being best friends. For sure. 
or both, you know? Yeah. All right, Mr. Newt. Mm, yes, Newt. Yeah, Newt Excuse is... Me, Dr. Newt. Dr. Newt, please. Yeah, you see a, like, three or four foot tall stout just with some simple robes on covering most of their body. Where you do see skin, it's kind of this reddish uh, on top and underneath an orange. And and what you see is just a a newt that's vaguely humanoid. That's it. Wow. I love okay. uh, I love the uh, lack of armor for the sea adventure. Yeah, I, I do have armor underneath the uh, the robe. There's some hmm. some armor there. Lots of robes and tank tops. That's oh, right. yeah. And Tycho. Yeah, I've, I've got armor on. You know, it's leather. This, I wear it underneath my, my robes. This is the mm. top gun of, of uh, yeah. in at the end. Yeah, yeah we're going right. for, you know, stealthy and quick and, you know, move around the boat really. Yeah. Exactly. I feel like, I feel like this is Milo subtly saying, like, okay, well, you're going to die. Yeah. Glad, glad everyone's <laughs> AC. Up that armor. If, it, if it helps yeah. at all, Tycho doesn't low. even wear underwear. So. That how was oh, that a robe. in any way helped anything? <laughs> Just a robe. Oh, it helped me. Uh, and he's got a toad in his pocket so. or the side. <laughs> oh, toad in the pocket is a euphemism. Okay, I get it. <laughs> is that a toad in your pocket? Or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> Or are you well, just diseased severely? <laughs> you all see these interesting people. Uh, some of you may know each other uh, from past experiences, and that's cool. It's good to you know have a little bit of recognition. But you all make your way for this uh, large door in the center of the, or in the rear of the ship. Who wants to open it? Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like um, I would oh. be kind of uh, scanning the ship and, and taking stock and seeing where things are. All right. So Simi opens the door. Uh, as you open the door, you you uh, feel this intense warmth. Um, it is almost like a sauna in here, filled with lots of uh, smoke and mist. And as it kind of clears uh, through the air, the first thing that catches your eye automatically is there is a huge shark mouth. Uh, ah. This thing is like from floor to ceiling. It's even closed a little bit huge fangs coming out of it and sitting in the middle of it uh, on a bunch of pillows is our captain. Um, He is smoking a hookah, of course, um, as any good captain would Um, (laughs) (laughs) surrounded by wet uh, red and white pillows, slowly puffing away. He has a very ornamental, you know, ship captain's hat. Uh, It has a very large feather that you assume is from some distant land taken from some bird. He's in a full general's outfit, closed on one side and a bunch of medals. He's uh, obviously very proud demeanor to him. You, f- you just immediately get a sense of charisma and, you know, you want his respect, like almost immediately as you see him. Next to him is two twin mages. One is male and one is female. They're both wearing all black with little emblems. Uh, it's a square with three dots, two at the top and one in the bottom right. They have no facial expression, really. You can see that they're probably human. When you enter, they both nod at you in unison. It's a little bit eerie. Hmm. And there's also a large desk with a bunch of papers, some windows. There's two cots off to the side. And yeah, the, the captain greets you. Arg, mateys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Captain, I, I believe we've got the rest of the crew ready to to uh, 
stock up and ship off. Good, good. Well, sending you all here to me is kind of odd. I would have preferred to have my own captain or my own first mates and my own surgeons and mages and uh, I people assure to watch you, the stars for us. We we are a capable group. But I've heard positive things. I'm the surgeon. It, yeah, I was actually uh, a little curious about who do, who are you exactly? I'm Newt. Dr. Newt. I'm the surgeon. Dr. Newt. Nice. Uh, oh, I have this paper here. And I pull out the paper that, that shows that I'm supposed to be here. Uh, he takes it and looks it over. Oh, all right. Everything looks in order. That looks good. Okay. Oh, okay. Good. All, all right. Dr. Newt, is there any questions you have uh, before I set you off onto the ship? If you need any supplies um, over there by the door, there's 500 gold for each of you as a, a first payment of sorts. And uh, I don't know. Is there anything you need to know? Is there anything that we need to help fortify our ship before we embark? Uh, supplies are being brought on board. The ship is very well fortified. I have seen to it that everything is tip-top shape on board. And yes, uh, there isn't anything that you need to supply in that. All right. Yes, sir. And semi-salutes. Uh, yes, I would like to uh, interject for just one moment. I would like uh, some space where I can divine... I am your navigator. I will need to be able to divine the stars for our correct course. Do you have a room set aside for me? Who are you again? I am Malhareth. I am a druid. I'm a diviner of the stars and futures past and present and current. And you will need me if you need to get through the boiling sea. I've read good things about you. Um, yeah, your uh, compartment is uh, right next to mine uh, on the right. Um, ah, yes. You should good. have everything you need in there. Uh, yes. If you need to go uh, above deck to look at your stars and whatnot, that's that's fine as well. And I pull out my orb and I shove it in his face and I go, this is how we will find our way. <laughs> Do you see it? Do he looks our destiny? very deeply into it. Yes. You can see he's almost entranced by it for a moment. I bet you are. And then I quickly hide it. But you shall not look too long. And then I take my leave and I, and I go into the room. <laughs> he kind of shakes it off a little bit. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, and, and you, pointy hat man. Oh, yes. Of course, I am Tycho. Uh, I don't have a fancy pedigree like uh, Malhareth does, uh, but I am your ship's fortune teller, sir, and uh, I also have a crystal ball, but I'm not going to make a big show of it. No, that won't do. Then I pop in from the other room. It's because your ball sucks. And then I I present mine and I kind of wave it (laughs) around and then I disappear again. Yes, it is true that Malhreth has a superior ball than I. Uh, That is just the way it goes from time to time. Mine still gets the job done. (laughs) Semi pats you on the back. I just imagine too, Malhreth has like a gigantic ball. (laughs) And like mine's just like, you know, a little smaller. No, no ours are, they're <laughs> literally, like, I would like to think that they're the exact same size. <laughs> Probably even <laughs> better. Even size. better. And yeah. I'm, I'm just so like braggadocious about mine. <laughs> oh, Captain, uh, 
Where, where should I stay? Where are my quarters? Uh, you'll be below decks. Um, you as well, Dr. Newt. Um, the, hmm. the, the lab is down there. Um, you will stay with the, uh, the crew below deck. Okay. And how much time do you estimate we have before shoving off? First light. First light. Sounds good. Uh, Newt, you want to go check out those quarters? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. There's money. Let me grab my money first. Thank mm. you. Yeah. Where's the doctor sleep? All right, um, Captain, if there's nothing else. Yeah. Actually, if you all want to step out, I would like to talk to Simi. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Oh, yes. Um, Where should I go, Captain? Uh, take your gold and do with it what you think you will need for this adventure. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, uh, sir. Okay. Goodbye. <laughs> Captain, you wanted to speak with me um, at this point. Would um, you also like me to step out as well? I'm sorry. I've been in the corner. Would <laughs> yes, you just, want me to leave? Yes, go go out. Uh, yes, I will go spend the money you have provided for me. I am so sorry. Goodbye. And I leave. Um, Simi, without doing too much meta, he informs you of what I told you about. Cool. And he kind of gauges your reaction based on this. How do you act? An eyebrow raises, but a firm, a firm. Yes, sir. I understand, sir. Uh, uh, this, I, yeah, that's it. Uh, he then gives you the amulet and says you can contact our man below decks with it. Excellent. And yeah, you guys have free reign of the ship. If you'd like to go into town, I got a couple shops that you might be interested in. So, so you guys have balls or is that, that seems cool. It is actually a crystal orb. Oh! Don't stare into it too long. Oh, okay. Uh, can I what? stare into yours? Oh, yes. That one's course. safe? Or? Mine is perfectly safe, yes. Oh, that's good. Here, take a look. Can I stare and... at that one through this one? Oh. oh, well, you could certainly try. I would not suggest that you will not like what you see. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Or you might, honestly, I have no idea. I, I New just takes, tries, tries to take a look and just to, just to see through it. Yeah. Gets a little gets a little fuzzy and is is not not terribly interested. Okay. Uh well those are crystal and, and they're round but crystal orbs. Very nice. Well, yes, thank you. Quite <laughs> nice. So we have money. Ooh. That's good. Yes, we do. Uh, I'm going to go into town and try and uh, procure some like um, health potions, maybe some maps, which could probably help. Some maps that will help me kind of yep. like extra navigate some stuff. Those are definitely easy enough to find. Um, you do notice there is an alchemy shop uh, that definitely has plenty of potions. Uh, any variety you might be interested in. Um, they're well stocked. Um, also, as you kind of walk along the pier area, um, you notice that there's a pet store with a bunch of exotic animals in it. Um, mm-hmm. Walking a little further down, there's, you know, a blacksmith. There's some fish shops, you know, fish and chips, gen- basic, basic stuff like that. Um, but yeah, if you want to go into any of those places, if you're looking for something specific, let me know. Yeah, I just want to try and find like a, a, a map that's a, a most recent map of the the boiling sea or uh, what has been chartered or like explored and in that area yeah sure yeah Yeah, you can pick one of those up pretty easy for around 10 gold cool all right uh 50 gold a piece for the regular potions 100 gold for the big ones cool i will get three regular potions 
So I've spent a total of 160 gold so far. A newt needs to pick up some studded leather. And then I think a bunch of just large jars full of vinegar. All right. Okay. Because that Uh, cures just about everything, I think. Yeah, no, that totally makes sense. Throw a little bit of honey, throw a little bit of salt in there. Grab some honey and salt. Yeah. 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 You can procure those, you know, for like two, two gold or so. Oh, um, yeah. So leather, whatever sort of leather costs. Uh, I've, I, I pulled it up. Yeah, easy enough. Yeah. Semi would like to see if there is uh, some sort of chapel or, or something like that for Groomsh, the orc deity of war and storms and whatnot, mm-hmm. and see uh, if he can obtain a blessing. Yeah. Um, here on this pier, you don't really see any churches or any shrines or anything of that sort um most of that stuff is done you know in in the private of people's homes okay um there is uh, a god that lived or that lived on kamkala that the people of talus do worship um if you were to find any kind of shrine it would probably be to them okay yeah i have a feeling that semi's pantheon is probably from his original home and not from talus so I don't and that know. lies within you that power yeah. comes from within you okay yeah i don't even know why i would have looked so instead <laughs> i'd like to maybe check out that potion shop as well yeah um yeah like i said they have a variety of whatever potion you might be interested in they would have it there um there's a few different vials obviously healing potions there's some poisons there's a couple of jugs of undisclosed nature um Mm. that could be whatever you might want can i take a closer look at the jugs of nature (laughs) sure there's uh three different drugs there uh there's a woman behind the the counter uh elderly kind of long-faced uh she says oh what would you like to have well to be honest i'm not quite sure yet to what What's in these jugs here? Ah, uh, they can do all kinds of things. If you were to spill them on something, they could uh, harm them. Mm. Uh, you could create fire with this one. Mm. Uh, there's uh, this one. I'm told contains a spirit that you can summon if you wish. Oh my! Uh, a malevolent or benevolent spirit? Do we know if this thing is a, a baddie? <laughs> That's for you to find out. Um, I'm a bit of a gambler. I'll, uh, how much for that jug with the spirit? 100 gold. 100. Would you take 50? No. Would you take 51? No. 52? No. 75? 100 gold. All right. It was fun bartering. Uh, <laughs> I'll take it. 100 gold. She hands it over to you. It's this. It is completely black. Um, glossy on the outside there's an emblem on the front of it uh, that is red and it kind of resembles the head of a dragon interesting okay and for posterity's sake uh, I don't know what we'll find Uh, why don't I take uh, a couple of of healing potions I'll take two of those oh those are popular today regular Um, ones or the advanced ones I'll do advance. All right, those are 100 gold a piece as well. Okay, so another 100 gold there. Or wait, did you say they're 50 gold or 100 gold a piece? 50 gold for the small ones, 100 gold for the big ones. Okay, I had that wrong. 
So I'll do two smaller ones then. And do do you have anything that you'd recommend for somebody going out to um, the uh, boiling? I'm sorry. I forgot what it was called. The boiling sea. Yes. uh, The boiling sea. Do you have anything that you'd recommend for a group? Heading to the boiling sea. Uh, I I mean, uh, the potions are always a good idea. Your new jug might be interesting out there. Okay. Uh, your seafarers. Yes, I know the shop uh, adjacent to me has uh, a, a parrot that used to live on the seas, and it might have some kind of knowledge for you. Uh, interesting. Does this parrot talk by chance? It does. Oh, good, because I don't speak parrot. So. <laughs> All right, well, uh, uh, semi hands over the gold and and takes two small healing potions and a jug with spirit in it and heads next door. She counts them really quick. <laughs> it's all there. <laughs> Good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so I'd head next door. Oh, uh, yeah. Next door, uh, you do see this exotic pet shop. And in the window, there is this parrot. Um, it is like bright blue and green and red and it has an eye patch on it and one peg leg <laughs> and it's just kind of like standing there balanced on it and you see it kind of eye you as you walk towards the entrance um, inside the shop it you know smells like a pet store there's that you know kind of uh, what are those little animals uh, like the gerbil chips. yeah like yeah like Andrew gerbil chips it smells like that yeah. i like <laughs> um, that smell you also see there's uh, like some larger snakes. There's some spiders. Uh, there's some goldfish and and uh, like other kinds of fighting fish and stuff in there. Um, inside, you see this uh, human man, and he's kind of just feeding some fish. And he sees you and like, oh, hail traveler. What can I do for you? Hi there. I uh, received a tip that you might have a parrot that actually has some pretty interesting skills. Oh, you gad. Is that a, is that a good I gad or a... <laughs> no, no, I gad, I gad. Say hello. Oh, that's the name of the parrot. Okay. The bird kind of like squawks at you and and turns uh, like hops, uh, turns around on its porch and looks at you and says, "Oh, well, I'm sure that there. peaked." Damn, sorry, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe I've ever met a talking parrot before. Well, now I have. Isn't this peculiar? Uh, have you ever been on the boiling sea by chance, parrot? Ah, uh, the boiling sea. No. Hmm. You know what? I don't care. How much for the parrot? That parrot? You want that parrot? Egad. Uh, I, I don't well, do you have other parrots? You see his demeanor kind of change. And he's like, Oh yeah, that that's a great parrot. He he's you know serves everybody really, really well. Uh-huh. Um he, he kind of looks at your attire. It's like he he goes out into jungles and he flies around and he like picks up, you know, lost animals and brings them back. Yeah, he's he's a really, really good bird. Are, are there other parrots that I see in, in the oh, shop? Oh, that's the only one. Okay. Well, how much would you be willing to part with Egad for? He kind of looks you up and down again. Well, he's a pretty rare parrot. I don't think I could let him go for more than 500. Hmm. I have a question for you. Shoot. If I had a friend that came in and wanted to buy the same parrot, would they be getting a different price by chance? Um, I'm honestly giving you a deal. I mean, I, I, I see that you could use this parrot and I mean, I, I might even offer someone else more. I, you just seem like the kind of person that might like you had. Well, the problem is, is I don't have that much money. And, uh, I think I may have to leave your shop. 
Thank wait, you wait, 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 wait. We can negotiate. I mean, uh, you want to make a deal. I want to make a deal. What, what are you thinking for the bird? Well, it's got an eye patch and a peg leg. So, oh, but that <laughs> eye patch, if you get looked, you look in that eye patch, you might see something I may want to pay even more for him. And the peg leg? Well, he's an old bird. I mean, <laughs> yeah, he yeah, yeah, like a yeah. hundred. So it, <laughs> okay. he's fine. He's got at least another 20 years in him. How about 200 gold? 200? Gotta be pulling my leg. Was that a peg leg joke? <laughs> it should I'm have about been. about to say his, his peg leg joke. Yeah. <laughs> You're pulling my peg leg. Yeah, go ahead and give me a persuasion. All right. First roll of this, uh, this game. All right. Persuasion. First roll of the boiling sea is to buy a parrot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 14 total. I rolled a 15 and have a negative one to persuasion. Okay. He goes, yeah, all right, but okay, I'll give you the bird, but uh, the cage is going to cost you 10 gold. The cage. Well, you can't just have him flying off willy-nilly all over the place, right? I suppose that's true. All right. You, you drive a hard bargain, but I'll take it. 210 oh. for the bird and the cage. He picks up the <laughs> cage really quick and, and grabs the bird and throws him in there kind of uh, whoa, whoa, you know, whoa, whoa, not really my nice. bird now. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. Okay. Kind of squawks a couple of times. What? What's going on? Hey, Egab, is there any kind of uh, food that you like that I need to pick up now? Crackers. Crackers. All right. And if there are crackers, I would buy crackers. Oh, crackers. Yeah, of course. You need crackers. Uh, five gold uh, for the pack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I'll, I'll, I'll manage with that, actually. Okay, Thank two gold. Much. Two gold for the pack. Oh, okay, fine. Two gold for the pack. <laughs> I mean, good, good deal. Good deal. Yeah. Okay. I'm good for now. You know, uh, you should have me go into the store and ask how much a parrot would cost me afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say it before, but I didn't want a meta game because I was gonna, like, ah, no, because that's not, that's not fair. Yeah. So you should have me do it now and then see how much you got ripped off for. <laughs> yeah. We're going to catch him on what would you do? <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, I'm done. I'm going to walk back to the ship unless I see something interesting on the way. And you guys uh, need anything else in town? Uh, I guess for Tycho, he's interested in maybe any books. You know, we're talking like, you know, books that might have some knowledge about the boiling sea, about the surrounding area that we're in now that might have information on sailing and seafaring. I don't know anything like that that might be like you know like lonely planet style uh, <laughs> guide to the boiling sea and surrounding area type stuff you know sure yeah I'd imagine that there would be like a bookshop kind of on the pier um, a little ways down um, you enter it um, it smells like books uh, it's just shelves and shelves of books all over um, there's uh, a woman there that uh, human um, kind of middle aged um, she sees you and kind of. Gives you a nod. She's used to people walking in and looking at books. Oh, yes. Uh, madam, I am in a bit of a hurry. You see, I set out at first light. And, well, I've never been sailing before, and so I'm looking for books on the topic, perhaps books on the boiling sea, and, well, I, I don't know, any, any books about the surrounding coastline here? Anything that might be useful to an old man? Uh, she kind of just uh, looks up and kind of slowly flips through her book a little bit as as you're talking. And she goes, 
boiling sea. You know what? If you're interested in the boiling sea. Yes. Hey, dad, come talk to this guy. And kind of from behind <laughs> some bookshelves and stuff, you see um, an older gentleman kind of pop out. And he says, yeah, what, what is it? Oh, yes. Well, you see, I am but an old man and I set sail at first light to the boiling sea. To the boiling sea. Oh, yes. Oh, that's that's very interesting. I've been studying the boiling sea. Oh? There are some scary creatures out there. Have you heard of them? I know next to nothing about the topic. Well, I've read books. I have some here in the store of enormous creatures, beaked mouths, large uh talons that come out of the sea and strike people down and pull them underneath and disembowel their bodies. I've also done some research on how to defeat them. And actually, it's really interesting and unusual that you would come into my store and say that you're heading there. Oh, well, my life is full of interesting and unusual coincidences. Wait, wait here one second. And he goes back into the room that he was in before, and you kind of hear him shuffling through some things, and you hear this kind of glass clinking back and forth a little bit. And he comes out with this rather large, it's about a foot long, uh, glass cylinder with a point on one end and uh, like a pumper pusher kind of thing. It looks like a, sur- a syringe, and it's full of this kind of uh, greenish liquid. Uh, he says. This is something that I got from an adventuring group not that long ago. Um, And it is said to contain a poison that many of the creatures in these outer lands in the boiling sea uh, are not immune to. It actually kills them almost instantly. Ooh, that seems like a, well, a most prized possession out there conveniently useful (laughs) well if you are studying these creatures well perhaps i could test this for you and return with notes Uh, see i too am a man of knowledge and well i don't know if you could put a price tag on knowing if this would actually kill those creatures Uh, i've been assured that it would i don't i don't believe it's been tested on anything but Tell you what, tell me a little bit about the ship that you'll be traveling on and the crew, and maybe I'll let you have this. Oh, yes. Well, I'm aboard one of the largest vessels that I've ever seen. That ship that's out there that I've seen. Oh, yes. Yes, that is the one. The implication. The implication, (laughs) it's called. Thank you. And, uh, well, I don't know about the standard crew, but uh, I had an incident to meet my mates, uh, some of my mates just uh, earlier today, and they seemed like chummy fellows. Uh, There's like a doctor who's like a lizard. There's, of course, a half-orc. I've never even seen an orc before. That's something. Well, and uh, and then, of course, uh, there's a, a druid. He does, he's like a an astrologer, something of the sorts. What about the captain? How, oh. is, how is his health? Oh, strapping, man, that captain. Looks like he could beat an ox down with one hand tied behind his back. 
medals pinned across his chest. I wouldn't want to face him. All right. What about below decks? What do they have in their hull? Oh, well, you see, I haven't had a chance to go below decks yet. Mostly because I haven't found my sea legs yet. And, well, I am worried about upchucking. I might have something for that, too, if you need some. Well, (laughs) perhaps. This old man can't lose his dinner every night, or I might (laughs) wither away to nothing. All right, all right. I tell you what, I'll give you this item. You test it for me, and you come back and tell me what happened. Oh, of course. You have my solid Take oath. special note of what happens to the creature. Oh, absolutely. If this poison destroys it, I will take special note of its agony. Now, um, I'm going to have some time on my hands. I was hoping you had some more reading material. Perhaps a copy of your notes. If you've been studying these creatures, that would be most appreciated. I could, I, I could definitely sell you some of the books that I've taken notes from. Uh, a few of those. And if you need some like uh, interesting reads, some novels, um, I could probably supply you with those as well. Oh, certainly. That sounds strapping. All right. So he has uh, one book that is just about the boiling sea. Um, it talks a lot about the tides and how they roll and bubble kind of almost from underneath up into the sea and that's what creates this um this motion that kind of makes it so no ships can really pass through it it's up down right left up down right left and uh a b start you know that kind of stuff (laughs) it's like the sea is boiling it's a boiling sea (laughs) Uh, it creates massive storms above it and these storms tend to whip around they create uh, really big uh, tornadoes and hurricanes, and they get pushed out of the boiling sea uh, towards Kamkala, towards the shores occasionally. Um, it does talk about some uh, ships that have tried to traverse it, and the very few people, the very few bodies that they found washed up along the shore, and little cargo uh, that remains. It has one note um, about a unusually large portal. Uh, just before you get to the sea. Uh, It doesn't give many details about where it is exactly, but it does talk about how the portal has a tendency to pull ships into it. It's almost as if it's a whirlpool action. Most dangerous. Um, And yeah, the the other book is about uh, the sea creatures. Um, Essentially, they're krakens. Um, They attack ships out near the boiling sea and believed to be even in the boiling sea. They don't mind the, the crazy currents that come out of it as much. Uh, people believe they haven't seen them, but they believe that. Great. Okay. And a couple of uh, like filthy romance, uh, you know, high seas uh, r- books uh, and some other stories about um, uh, <laughs> he has one in there. That is about this tree, these tree people that live in trees and and their feet have been developed into unusual shapes so that they can walk around in them. And this adventurer that went and uh, lived with them for several years until they ate him. Excellent. Yeah. I take them all. 50 gold. Perfect. No problem. I thank the gentleman for his time. I vow to return with knowledge about his poison and some good notes for him to review. 
Um, and then I would finish out my shopping spree just kind of like looking for like useful magical items. Um, Is there anything in you have in mind particularly? Uh, you know, like I was just looking in the rule book, and like one thing that looked kind of interesting was like a uh, figurine of power. Um, they're pretty cheap. I think they're like four to five hundred gold, and they can turn into things to do stuff. Like, uh, well, the one that I think was affordable was the goat figurine that turns into a horse. Sure, what the hell? Okay. Um, yeah, you meet somebody uh, they're not as reputable as other places. Uh, but he offers you uh, the the figurine for three hundred and fifty gold. Sweet. Okay. The goat of traveling. That's what I have. We'll see how much I screw myself with that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I, it's it's a wondrous item, but it seems like kind of gimmicky. Like I think I can use it to pack things, maybe ride it. It has twenty four. I, I don't care. Whatever you okay. want to use it for. <laughs> Great. All right. Cool. <laughs> if it comes up, it comes up. <laughs> okay. Cool. And then. Um, yeah, I'm happy just pocketing the rest of the gold and um, maybe, I don't know, buying myself some fun snacks on the way back to the ship and, I don't know, maybe keeping an eye out for my party and stuff. <laughs> sure. Uh, do you? Does anyone else see uh, Tycho as he's meandering back to the ship? Anybody want to meet up with anybody on shore before we head back to the ship, I guess I should say. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll see him. I'll see Tycho coming back and I, I want to kind of stop him right before he gets on the ship and... Uh, uh, I kind of just want to go, um, uh, you know, I know we both have crystal balls, but that doesn't mean we can't combine them to make a set. Oh, yes. Yes. You yes. yes, I believe that uh, our crystal orbs together could be quite powerful and useful. You could help me. I could help you. We could navigate these seas effortlessly. Mm. Why, yes, that does sound like a hefty idea. Did you develop a lisp just then? Well, it sounded you know, like you said yes. It sounded like you said yes. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe maybe I would I like did. to clarify. I, I'm not shaming you for it. I'm not that kind of person. <laughs> just want to make sure. Oh, I never meant to suggest that you were. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to have a list, but I totally fucking did right there. I want to maintain consistency. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, moving on. It's just <laughs> yes, my I, old I, man brain. Yeah. I think our two orbs could be uh, quite powerful. We should uh, connect them sometime and see what they do just for, you know, shits and giggles. <laughs> yes, we should get handy with our balls. Okay. Well, all right. Um, <laughs> so the lit. Okay. All right. I got so many more questions, but I'm going to retire to my quarters. Check out this I goat that I <laughs> you're, you're weird. All right. I'm going to moonwalk away. Oh, don't tell me that you weren't trying to make balls jokes there. I, no, I was not. I said orb. I distinctly said orb. Oh, I was avoiding yes. the obvious joke. Well, you were very careful in your wordplay. And I picked up on yes. your joke. So well done. All right. Clever and I don't know if we're going to be allies or nemesis, but. (laughs) (coughs) 
I'm going to return to my quarters. Oh, yes. And, uh, and uh, navigate this ship. So, bye. <laughs> you take your ball and I'll take mine, Malhara. Stop it. I'm when away the time from is you. Right, I'm 50 yards away. You'll I can't be the hear left, what you're saying. And I don't I'll be care. the right. I don't know what you're saying anymore. I've, I've moonwalked out of earshot. <laughs> I've moonwalked out of earshot. All right, dude. Semi, you want to do anything before you get back on the boat? I would uh, take the parrot downstairs, kind of familiarize myself with the quarters and maybe uh, where uh, the special cargo store is uh, just to know where things are and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Below deck. uh, It's mostly one large room at one very far room. uh, Well, not a room. It's uh, more like a it's a kitchen, right? And uh, you can see inside the kitchen and has a little serving station there where everyone grabs their food. They normally go back to their bunks, lots of hammocks and stuff. There's probably a good 30 crew hammocks in this bottom area. Uh, you expect there to be about that much crew tomorrow morning when you guys set sail. Uh, you do find a small pole area and you see the door that you're looking for down below that same uh symbol on it okay that's pretty much mostly what you notice you do have a small cot um that's not really a room but it's kind of sheeted off so you have a little bit of privacy anything for newt you want to check out your surgery room oh yeah (laughs) yeah um it's got a big slab in the middle uh, a little blood shoots off to the sides you there you see that there's a cot over on one corner there's a bunch of uh, medical supplies and stuff on one wall pretty bare bones but it looks workable as a, you know well, a, I brought a the small vinegar. doctor's office perfect i start just setting up my bottles and you know i start putting putting different things into different bottles and some of them are different colors a little bit like they're not super yellow ones like a little greenish now and I just kind of sit on the bed. And I'm just kind of just happy. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> this is great. Anyone's sick, let me know. It's totally up to you, Caleb. Okay. okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I am down there and kind of picking out my cot. Um, I want to set the parrot aside near near the cot. See if I can find a scrap of bread and say, here you go, you got... Uh, Hopefully this can hold you over for a little bit. No, uh, I like crackers. Uh, okay. And semi pulls the piece of stale bread back, smashes it really tight. <laughs> so it takes the form of a, of a cracker patty <laughs> and says, all right, I, I made this special just for you. He got, he eats it. He likes it. All right. You and me, we're going to be pals. All right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then I'd like to approach, uh, you said there's a door with an emblem. I just realized the parrot is Strix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you a druid parrot? Dude, he shapeshifted into this yeah. parrot and he yeah. made it into Kamkala eventually. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's the puck of all of our D&D games. <laughs> okay. Sorry, what was that? Um, I wanted to approach the door with a symbol on it. Yeah, You pull up the uh, latch on the floor and there's a small stairs that go down to this door with the symbol on it. Okay. And I would like to see if I could fasten the the hatch that I just came down. See if I can secure it. Okay. And I would approach the door and slowly creak it open. It's locked. Damn. Um, (laughs) I do knock. You know what? But lightly. 
Just like one um, of those single knuckle. Not not a cop knock for sure. No. <laughs> From behind the door, it it you do notice that there's kind of like a, I don't want to say rustling, but you had an inkling that there was some kind of sound beyond the door, but as soon as you knock, it goes completely silent. Oh, for sure, a monster. Okay. For um, sure. This is like Daenerys keeping the dragons locked up. Nailed it. Solved cool. the mystery. Yeah. Game over, guys. Sorry. Cool. Pack it up. Yeah. I'd like to take the amulet out that I was given by the captain and kind of inspect it. Yeah. It's, uh, it's golden color. Um, it is embossed with that same square symbol with a three dots. Okay. Can, can I hold? I, I'd like to hold it up to the door. If does it size wise, does it match the picture of, of the door? Sure. Okay. So I hold it up to the door, hoping for magic to happen. You put it up towards where the symbol is and you kind of like move it a little bit closer and you think you feel like a pull almost Mm. and then nothing happens. Okay. Uh, From the amulet as you're kind of holding it up there. Yeah. All of a sudden in your mind, you hear a voice. Mm. It says, there's someone at the door. Interesting. I say, I say out loud, but in a muffled tone, it's me, security leader. My name is Semigar Wave Queller. Yeah. From the amulet here. Oh, what, what do you need? Do we need to, are, are we ready to, ready to go? We will be shoving off at first light, but I wanted to take, take uh, inventory of what's on the ship uh, from the amulet. You do hear again. Could you please talk through the amulet? <laughs> I get my face up real close to the amulet um, and say this, say the same thing. All right. It is you. Yeah. We're totally fine down here. Uh, it's, it's all good. We've, we've got our food and what, what do you, what do you want? Listen, I know we just met. <laughs> what are your thoughts on the captain? Captain's a good man. He gave me this position. All right. Thank you. Is there a way that you can contact me? Should you need to through yeah. this amulet, perhaps I, I told you there was someone at the door and it was you apparently. So, <laughs> yeah. All right. You got me. Okay. <laughs> All right. Egg on my face. Catch you later. All right. Back up the hatch. I go. All right. That was weird. Yeah. Tell me about it. <laughs> Anybody else? I want to go to my secret door and talk to my secret friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, your secret friend's dead. <laughs> Iko has just been wandering around the ship because he he like he never quite heard like where his quarters were, and so he's like, yeah, "You weren't told, yeah." Oh Lord. Uh, well, um, hello, help. <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of people moving around the ship, and they hear your calls, and you see one uh, human guy, middle aged, like, uh, "Yeah, what do you want, pointy hat?" Oh, yes. Uh, well, the pointy hat just wants to eat uh, poetry for dinner. But However, I would like to know where what? my quarters are. Yes, he eats poetry. I would like to know where my quarters are, though. You eat poetry? No, no. The pointy hat eats poetry. He looks up at the hat. Does he see like a face or anything like that? Uh, yeah, maybe. It's got some like glamorous sort of like buttons it's and stuff sort hat. of like snowed into uh, sewed into it and from the right angle like the buttons sort of look like eyes okay, and to like cool. prove prove my point 
I like rip out like a page from one of these like smutty romance novels or whatever that that I, I bought and I crumple it up and I hand it up and the hat sort of opens up slightly and it starts so like munching on this paper. <laughs> uh, it starts eating and then all of a sudden it goes, oh, what is this smut? It says in your head. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, I yeah, I have the like mental image of like whatever was on the page, like this dirty, raunchy romance scene. But I'm like, see, half orcs are, are very well accustomed to raunchy. Uh, romance stories. <laughs> we wrote the book on it. He loves poetry. However, me, I just don't know where I live on board the ship. Well, uh, you have quarters, I would assume. Uh, maybe next to the captain. You got you got the outfit, I assume. Oh, I mean, I'd love to be next to the captain. Seems like a much better place to be than down below. Uh, I guess I'll go ask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do notice that there are three doors uh, that lead into uh, where the larger area, where the captain's quarters are. Um, on the right-hand side was Malhurth's. Did I say that right? I didn't say that right. Malhareth. It's okay. Malhareth. You just call me Mal. <laughs> Malhareth. Uh, his door is on the right, and you see another door on the on the left that uh, you assume is yours. Oh, I would have assumed it was for the weird twins. They have their own cot in the. I, I poke quarters. my head out from my door and I go, "You cannot bunk with me," and then I <laughs> shut my door. Okay, Malhareth. However, if you change your mind, an old man appreciates company. I would a lot. Yes, yes. Save it for the old Malhareth, and then I go into my room. Yeah, it's it's a bare bones room. Um, there are some. Uh, <laughs> Um, paintings on the walls of just sh- uh, big ships at sea, basic cot bed. Um, this is what you would assume is like a, like the second in commands kind of uh, quarters. First mate, I guess they're called. Um, but you Number one. walk in and you set up your stuff in this room. Yeah, absolutely. I lay out my books. I set my orb nearby where I can easily grab it. I let my little toad out so he can stretch his legs. Yeah, get comfy. All right. And it sounds like we're all kind of bunking down for the night, right? Yep. All right. Um, So you all get into your appropriate places. Uh, You hear the captain kind of walk out around uh, the ship a few times. Um, He talks to some of the crewmen as they... Um, load up the ship and some of the the crew that is going to go out on the ship uh, also comes in he is more cordial with these guys than he was with you um, it seems like he may have known um, a lot of this crew uh, prior to uh, this adventure specifically so he may have been able to, to get some of his old crew onto the ship. Um, overall, it's a quiet night. Though. You all sleep pretty soundly, rocking back and forth in the harbor slightly. And yeah, morning comes and you're all ready to set sail. And that'll do it for this week's leg of Beyond the Boiling Sea. We thank you for listening. We'll be back here next week with part two, and our adventuring party will set sail in uncharted waters. 
Until then, if you would like to support the inn and our operation, well, I'm sure the tavern keeper and perhaps even the bard would appreciate if you visited patreon.com slash inn at the end. Otherwise, perhaps consider leaving a rating and a review on your preferred podcast platform. Either way, your continued listenership is appreciated. And we will see you next week here at the Inn at the End for part two of Beyond the Boiling Sea. <laughs>